I, Karen Swain here, teacher of deliberate creation, host of Accentuate the Positive Media. I wanted to share another story with you about the way we create our reality and how I had an incredible experience of how this happens. I just uploaded a video talking about what my guides have been saying. The guides, let me call them the guides. Don't think they're mine alone. I've been talking about the current world health situation and uh, people are in agreement of the solution on offer by the by the mainstream medical allopathic world. Some are in agreement and some are violently opposed to it. And some are violently opposed to those that are opposed to it. So we have this crazy world we live in. Over 30 years ago, when I was giving birth to my daughter, I was... Um, meditating and alternative and into alternative health I was a naturopathic student at the time and learning about uh, all things that are supposed to be you know good for us in the way of healing and uh, I chose to have her in a hospital not in an, in, at home uh, I just wanted to have the drugs on on <laughs> you know on hand if I needed them but she came about four or five weeks premie she came unexpectedly she um my waters broke about a week before I went into hospital. Uh, I remember there was just this seeping, it's getting a bit graphic, but this was this seeping and then it just, it was almost like someone was just turning on a tap. I went to the hospital and they said, oh, well, you're way too early. Just come back in about a month and then we'll have a look at you. But she was determined to enter this world. She was impatient. I remember saying to my husband, I remember he was up in a ladder doing something and I was... Um, at the bottom of the ladder sort of rubbing my belly way before she was due and I just said for some reason this baby feels cooked sure enough she was cooked and she was coming <laughs> so I went to the hospital when the water just got to like when it was just like like a running tap and the doctor said yep we have to put you into theatre and so I really wasn't birthing I was just kind of I don't know what I was doing so what happened was that after hours, probably about 20 or 24 hours of nothing really happening, no expansion and babies coming out, they induced me. They gave me the syntocin, which brings on the birthing rapidly. And um, that's when the pain really kicked in when I had the synthetic hormone that's like causing the contraction and causing the birth to happen. And so at that point, I'm screaming for the drugs. <laughs> like I was trying to be a good girl I was very young I was in my late 20s and I was trying to be good and peaceful and not upset the apple cart and try and be nice to everybody but then I'm in excruciating pain so now I'm abusing everybody bring me the drugs and screaming at everybody to my husband's at the time he was so embarrassed but then there you go that happens at birth so the doctor arrives with the anesthetic it was the middle of the night at this stage and they had to get him out of bed and get him there took his good time and he was behind me for a good while and I was a naturopathic student so I knew all about how the drugs work I knew what it did I knew where it had to go in the body I was very well versed in what happens with the epidural I wish I wasn't at the time let me tell you ignorance in that situation was bliss so I knew it was a very delicate operation it's a very dangerous it's a very dangerous thing to do because if you miss this tiny little window where you inject the anesthetic, you can actually damage the spinal cord and um, it can be horrendous. And he was taking his good time, which was good. And at one point I thought that he put the needle in because I felt this sharp pinprick and I had 
instant relief of pain. And in this instant relief of the pain, I was in such gratitude and I was like thanking him and saying, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. That feels so much better. Thank you. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And at this point, when I'm thanking the doctor profusely, he gets angry with me and he says, stop moving, stop moving. I haven't put the needle in yet. And I'm like, what? But that's impossible because I'm feeling complete relief of any pain. And he's saying, no, I haven't put the drugs in you yet. And he uh, eventually did. I'm still feeling no pain, but I can feel sensation. So at the moment that I stopped stressing, I started birthing. And she, she started coming quick and fast. And I had no pain, but I could feel everything. So I'm experiencing something that is impossible to the allopathic model, to the medical model. And so as, that, as I'm telling the doctors and the nurses of what I'm experiencing, they're telling me that was impossible, that I couldn't be experiencing what I'm experiencing. And I'm saying, please check because I'm birthing. And they're saying, no, no, you've got hours to go yet, hours to go yet. And when the drug kicks in, you won't be able to feel anything. And I'm saying, no, this is what I'm feeling and this is what I'm experiencing. Anyway, after much argument, much to my, again, husband at the time, ex-husband now, much to his like, please don't argue with them, please be a good girl, <laughs> much to his disgrace, I'm telling them. And eventually they checked and they go, oh, my God, the baby's coming. Here she comes. And out she popped and I felt no pain. In a period of time where the doctor said it's going to take at least 20 minutes for the full effects to kick in and when, you know, for you to have that block, that spinal block where you feel no pain. And yet I was experiencing no pain. So she comes, she's very preemie. They whisk her off into intensive care. At this point, the drugs are supposed to be kicking in. They're supposed to completely numb me from the waist down so that I can't walk. And the nurses say, you won't be able to walk. And I said, I'm fine. I can walk. Again, another argument ensues. As I say, I really like to get up and have a shower. And they say, no, that's impossible. You can't do that. You can't walk. And so I hop off out of the bed and I'm walking again, doing something that's impossible. And I went and had a shower. And I said to my guides, what was that all about? Apart from all the arguments with the doctors and the nurses, I was experiencing this phenomena that was apparently impossible to experience. And they just reminded me, Karen, you create your own reality. You thought you had the injection and therefore, because you believed it, you experienced the effects of it. And I'm like, whoa, the placebo effect, right? This is what is known as the placebo effect. So I thought that the doctor had given me the drug and because I believed it, and then I was very grateful. I was in an energy of gratitude instead of pushing against and being like, nah, bring me the drugs. I experienced no pain, but I could feel everything as sensation, but no pain. It would have been beautiful to have known that like really known that at the beginning of all the birthing thing and instead of experiencing the pain, like really having that drop as my belief and experience. But I had to go through this experience for really to hammer that message home. Like that's how powerful we are. When we believe something, we create it. So because I believed I had the drugs, I was experiencing 
the effects of what I thought was the effects of the drugs, which was that I could feel sensation, but I couldn't feel pain. And in fact, the doctors said, when the drugs kick in, you're not supposed to feel anything. Again, I didn't have that experience. After I had the drugs, I was still experiencing sensation, no pain, uh, and I could walk when I wasn't supposed to be able to walk. We are powerful. We just really don't understand exactly how powerful we are. But it's at times like those, at times like that, when we get to see how powerful we are. Placebo effect. I remember hearing once about a doctor who had a spiritual awakening and came into the understanding of consciousness and how it works. And he was a surgeon and he used to operate on people. He was a very skilled surgeon. And then he stopped doing the operations in the way he used to do. He used to book people into theatre. He used to take them in, you know, put them out, put them in theatre, maybe stitch them, cut them open, stitch them up again. And then the problem that they had that they went into the operation for, even though he didn't perform the operation in the way that he was supposed to perform it, they believed he had and they would heal completely, <laughs> completely, because they believed that they'd had the operation and that was going to fix them. Amazing, isn't it? It happened at John of God as well. I saw my friend cut open and stitched up in a place that had nothing to do with the problem that she had and uh, she healed and they said over there in Brazil, I know there's controversy around that place, but it's a miraculous place. It was said through Jaul de Seus, was spirit said through him, there's no healing that happens in my house. It was translated in my casa. The only thing that goes on here is your belief in God. So your belief in that God will heal you has you healed. Your belief, your belief, whether you have belief in the doctor or belief in the God or belief in the drug, it is your belief that creates your reality. We are powerful. Remember, remember to feel that power within you and know that whatever you believe, you will see in your life. Choose wisely with what you choose to believe. Love you all. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.